Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you. From that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's Dudes on Hockey. He is now accepting callers. He is calling me Dude. And now your hosts, Mike and Doug. Hey there and welcome to the Dudes on Hockey podcast. I'm Mike and... Wait, who are you again? The name is Bond. <laughs> James Bond. Yeah. Which Wait. Bond was that, dude? Any of them. That was androgynous Bond. And- <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you seen him? No. Her? It? What? I don't know. What are we talking about? What a strong start to the new season, dude. I'm already confused. And you know what? In past years, we would have just restarted by now. We right. would have said, you know what? We're going to re-record. But no, 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 no. We're going to stick with the mediocrity. Not That's a how we're going to kick it off because it can only get better than, from here, dude. It can only get better. Expectations are higher. This is a, We're coming off a Stanley Cup season, dude. A Stanley Cup season of hockey. A Stanley Cup season of podcasting, if I can say so. Our best year as podcasters. And our worst summer. Yes. Because we took, what, two months off? Sure. Well, what are you supposed to talk about? What What can we do? We can only you know, debate the the merits of Aaron Dell. So long. For so long, which we'll do tonight, I'm right. sure. But We'll hit that. Th- we'll hit that. I don't think... We got less tweets, right. emails, right. saying, where are you? Because I think everybody needed a little break. I think so. I think Everyone, it was it was a lot of intensity, a lot of emotion surrounding the Sharks, going to the Stanley Cup final and not winning the ultimate prize. And usually it feels like we have all these various topics to talk about during the summer. Sometimes our summertime podcasts are some of the longest ones, those of... You have been with us for, you know, several seasons. Know that sometimes we can wax poetic about the various intricacies of Evander Kane's legal trouble or whatever it happens. Mike to be. Commodore making it rain. Mike, Com- whatever it is, for for long time. But it seems like this summer has been the quietest summer. I- am I wrong? Is this really been that quiet of a summer? No, it's been pretty quiet, dude. I, really I think quiet. that. For once, we haven't been coming on the podcast and talking about what needs to be fixed because that's right. There's not a lot to complain about in terms of Sharks fans. You were saying tonight uh, on the way to the San Jose Sharks practice facility tour and skating and pizza party, which we'll talk about in a moment. In a minute. In a moment, we'll talk about that. That's the teaser. That's <laughs> woo. That the it's teaser. It's funny to think that the Sharks are probably better this year. They have a better team than they did last year. Right. Right? Yes. And it's hard to not jump ahead of ourselves. You know, I think last year there were no expectations. Mm-hmm. None. We were even thinking they might not make the playoffs. Right. And then they go all the way to the Cup. This year, the team is better, I think, with Mikel Bodker. Mm-hmm. And David, David Schlemko on the roster, plus the possible addition of Timo Meyer mm-hmm. and any of the other young players who might make an impact. And yet, dude, there's not a lot to complain about. I don't. Yeah, I don't believe it. I think is what I said. Is I said, well, sure. The Sharks. The Sharks made it to the final, and they got better. And I almost don't believe it. I, I'm not that. I don't think that those players that we got are good players and I'm not happy that we got them, but it's just, it's weird to think that the sharks got further than they ever have. And yet they improved. 
that certainly doesn't mean that they're going to go back to the cup final, right? Because no, you but- see plenty of good teams do well and miss. You know, a lot of people thought Chicago might win the whole thing, and they lost to a team that the Sharks kicked the crap out of in the in the St. Louis Blues. Isn't that what a good team should do, though? A good team should improve from year to year. They should improve. But there's always a limit. You can't improve every single year. It's just not possible. There, well, you always have to. I mean, eventually well, you have to step back. You're right. Uh, we've seen that happen to the Sharks for a few seasons. Yeah, I mean, they've yeah. made moves and attempts to improve, and they weren't able to do it. Last year, they did. This year, mm-hmm. on paper, they appear to be better. You know, we're not going to get into a roster and a season preview tonight, but that was the general tone in the car on the way to the to the event tonight that, you know, what are realistic expectations for this year? I mean, it, can you believe that the Sharks are going to be better? Can you believe that the Sharks should win the Pacific Division? You know, are, are, are we setting ourselves up for disappointment? This is kind of the last kick at the can, mm-hmm. I think, for realsies this time <laughs> for this group. We because, well, but I think it's, it's true, at least in terms of Patrick Marlowe. Right. Both Marlowe and Joe Thornton will be in a contract year this year. Right. Now, I have a story from this summer, and I, I can't remember if I told you this story, dude. Okay. It ties into this conversation. Is it, so gonna, I, is it more scintillating than the upcoming uh, Sharks? Uh, it is, and it actually, event? well, this took place at the San Jose Giants game. I took my little girl to the San Jose Giants game. She made it through three innings. Dude, I was really impressed. That's actually. not bad. She did well. Well, one inning was through pure bribery of ice cream. But Did you, but did you get her cares? churros? No, no, she wanted ice cream. Because I hear the churros at the San Jose Giants games are really good. I'm sure they are, but they had Dole Whip, dude. And I, I'm a sucker oh. for the Tiki Room Dole Whip, you know? So I went I went Dole Whip. Anyways, good. so they have call. bouncy houses there and, and like a bunch of play areas for kids. So we're down there. And, and I, I call my daughter the mayor because she'll talk to anybody. And she just <laughs> makes friends anywhere. And like she walks up to people. And she's like, hi. You know, and yeah. she just introduced herself. And she's chatting up this lady, uh, a mother who's got two young sons. They're in line in front of us. And Maddie's like, you need to take your shoes off when you go in the bouncy house and you can only go down the slide three times. And she's like explaining all these rules to these two boys and the mom. She's like, your daughter's really friendly. And I said, yeah, we call her the mayor and blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. And I'm talking to her and then I see that her husband walks up kind of out of the corner of my eye and I don't really pay much attention. It's Patrick Marlowe. <laughs> You're like, Hey, so now I'm chilling with Patrick Marlowe and his two boys. Right. And we're standing there. I people are coming up and asking for autographs. I didn't say I didn't say anything. I didn't even acknowledge that I knew who he was. Were you wearing a Patrick Marlowe no, jersey? No, I was wearing my Giants jersey. Because I would have kind of given yeah. it away. <laughs> so there's like a an inflatable obstacle course. And yeah. Maddie goes in there with one of Marlowe's sons. Yeah. And and she just cleans his clock in this obstacle nice. course, just beats him coming out. And she comes out of the other side of the obstacle obstacle course and, and as his son is coming down the side she, he's going she goes ha 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 I beat you and I was like no 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 stop <laughs> don't don't make Patrick Marlowe mad he, his eyebrows will the fury of his eyebrows <laughs> he was he's I mean you know how big these guys are but you don't really realize till you're saying I mean he's very tall you know yeah, so yeah. I was cool he seemed like a cool dude his wife was very nice um did he give his son a tongue lashing for losing at the obstacle course? <laughs> no, no. But uh, anyways, that was my uh, my five minutes of uh, of glory with Patrick Marlowe. But um, 
this is probably his last year in Teal, dude. And I think that that is almost a certain certainty. Right. Wouldn't you say? I mean, I think it's I think a so. certainty. I, think I mean, so. and in terms of the core, the longest tenured shark, that's going to be odd, right? I mean, he wanted out last year by yeah. all accounts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now he'll likely stay. I would imagine it could be a very tricky PR situation if the Sharks cut ties with him prematurely. Right. I would think they're just going to keep him until the end of whatever this run is. I get, yeah. If they look like they're on the upward trajectory and things are going as well as they had hoped for this season and it looks like they're going to be a playoff team and all that, I think you're right. I don't think they can they can ditch him unless there's an amazing offer out there, which... I'm not so sure that there is. I mean, he seems to have tailed off in the last couple of years. Still a very useful player to a lot of teams, I'm sure. But, um, you know, I'm not. I'm not certain what what the situation will be. You're right, both from a, both from like a what can you get perspective and from a public relations perspective. Because I think if you if you traded Patrick Marlowe for a third round pick, I think that would really make now, a lot of people mad. In the past, he has enjoyed a contract here, so. That's true. We'll see. Yeah, he's done very well during contract. We will see, dude. Let's talk about tonight. Yeah. Uh, We went to the little... uh, See, you invited me along as I'm no longer a season ticket holder, dude. You took pity upon me, and you invited me to the season ticket holder event, which was described to me as this. Food, ice skating, and a tour of the, uh, I guess, refurbished or... uh, Revamped, renovated, renovated, one of those re-words. Practice facility, locker room Mm -hmm. at San Jose Ice, right? Right. At at Shark's Ice. Right? Right. We get there. We get there. There's a long line of people waiting to get in. Line moves okay. We do the paperwork, all this kind of stuff. It seems a little disjointed. We see some people going off to the tour. We say, oh, okay, we'll go do the skating because there seems to be a, a large contingent of people looking to do the tour. The event's supposed to be from 7.30 to 9.30. We say, okay, this is cool. Not a lot of people skating at this moment, so we go take a few turns around the ice. You go look for some food and, uh, you know, all well and good. So make sure we have plenty of time. It's like 8.30. We go back to the desk. And we say, okay, we want to take the tour. And the guy's like, yeah, the tours are all done now. And so we're like, what? This It's supposed to be from 7.30 to 9.30, and it's only 8.30. And he's like, yeah, it's over. <laughs> so I was like, what? You're saying that this evening was disorganized, I think it's being kind. It was very disorganized, and there was little to no presence of what appeared to be San Jose Sharks staff. Like right, yeah. It just it looked like something the ice center was putting on. It looked like the ice center put this on with some of the worst pizza that you could possibly imagine. And the most hilarious part about it is all they had. First of all, all they had was pepperoni pizza, and there were people who were really upset about that. Right. Who I'm sure there were vegetarians there who were like, yeah. "Uh, excuse me, yeah, excuse me." Um, and they had like this pizza out. And people were like, when when we got to the front of the line, uh, there were no plates left. I, I got the last plate, and then our buddy actually ripped the lid off of the pizza box <laughs> and used it as a plate. And there were like no no slices left. We got 
a couple of the last slices and there was a line of probably 20 people behind us were then just standing there waiting. Like there was like nothing because people were piling like five, eight slices to a plate. Like right. some sort of... Just trying to take the whole pizza if they could. Yeah. It was like the movie Heavyweights <laughs> with all the fat kids in it. It was weird. I don't know what happens to people when they get to like a free food buffet line. Right. It just... Maybe they were saving up all day. It was bizarre behavior. Bizarre behavior. And then... Our buddy took a bite of one of the cookies and actually spit it out yeah. like <laughs> onto the plate and threw it away. And I think I saw him also spit out three of his teeth. <laughs> I mean, it gave like like a concrete style crunch. Yeah, like it, it was not not good. I was disappointed, you know, that yeah. that was the way. And I'm not even a season ticket. I was mooching along yeah. for the ride here. Right, right, right. But this was the first event of the year, how they're going to kick Actually, off. Actually, it wasn't. There was one previously that they had. Um, so just for, I know there's a lot of season ticket holders out there, but other people who are maybe remote or aren't season ticket holders, the Sharks tried to start this new promotion called Sharks 365, which is supposed to be the a full experience for season ticket holders, which involves a lot of mostly stuff that I'm not interested in taking advantage of, but a few things that I am. And another thing is they're trying to do more of these events. And I think they had an event last week or the week before at that Bullmore Lanes, the the bowling thing. I don't want to do the bowling thing. I just I'm not I'm not into that as much. Um and I you know, I was a little concerned about how that was gonna be organized as well. So um but this is like, hey, a tour of the locker room, that's pretty cool. When I was um Oh, I did the the shark for a day a few years back, and I got a tour of the practice facility at that time, and that was really neat. And I kind of wanted to see it again if they changed it and stuff. Um, and so that's really why we kind of did it. So, but yeah, it w- it definitely wasn't something that. I mean, you had to request tickets, so they had to know how many people were coming, right? So, I mean, they knew how many people were coming. It was not like you just show you could just show up as a season ticket holder. You had to respond. Well, I did walk in with no ticket yeah, initially. You, you, you walked in. <laughs> right. So they didn't, weren't really checking tickets, but at least allegedly you were requesting tickets and then you'd show up and all this kind of stuff. So they could predict how much all, all this was going to go on. And, and they certainly didn't say like, Oh, there's only going to be tours for the first half hour or 45 minutes, which apparently is what the case was, um, which was, you know, disappointing. Cause I'm, sh- I'm sure people wanted to skate for free, but the real attraction was to be able to see a, you know, a whole, complex that is not open to the public ever like you it's not like you can just go to shark's ice and say like hey can i go see where the sharks like see their workout room and see like the kitchen there and like they have like spa stuff in there and they have a weight room and all this crap you can't just like go in there and ever see it right i mean i saw it four years ago or something when i did that other thing and this is like the only other time i've had the opportunity so yeah i have to say that was pretty disappointing i mean that was really sort of the main draw and for that to be cut short without really any notice, it's not like you got up there ahead of them your ticket and they're like, okay, we're only doing the, the tour for the first 30 minutes or something. It was just, oh, well, it was, yeah. it was unfortunate. It was unfortunate. Not a great way to start the year. Well, if anyone's still listening yeah. after this bitch fest. Yeah. yeah. I, got, I don't like the way they gave me free stuff. Oh, free stuff. Wow, free wow. stuff didn't meet my expectations. It was free, but I lost all my teeth. <laughs> Dude, uh, dude! World Cup of Hockey. How excited are you? Zero out of ten. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I just, dude, I don't care. Why? Like, do, I'm, why don't honest, you? Why don't you care? I don't know. I mean, maybe after I watch one of the games, I'll care. 
Just at this time, I don't care. Like, I couldn't even tell you who's on the team, uh, on the United States team. I mean, I know Joe Pavelski's on it. I know he's the captain. Okay, that's right. exciting, right? Joe Thornton's there. Couture. Yeah, Martin Jones. Right. Right? Vlasic. There's a lot of guys mm-hmm. playing for Canada. Okay. Burns. I mean, yeah. I. So we got most of the Canadian team. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> that's nice, and I saw And I saw one goal that Joe served up to Logan Couture in a... I, I don't even know what it was, a preliminary game. Yeah, exhibition game. Yeah, I'll talk about that in a second. But it was a cool goal. And like I noticed like after the during the celebration, it's like, you know, Joe goes up and, you know, gives Logan a tap on the head, and then all of a sudden there's Vlasic and Burns in there too. I'm like, hey, it's like a shark power play out there. <laughs> well, why not? I don't know who the fifth fifth guy was, but um but yeah, I mean that was kind of neat. But yeah, I I I am completely unable to get excited about this tournament. I am, and I think I know why. The reason is it just seems so random and arbitrary. It's just like, it's not like there's any history behind this. I, they're using the name World Cup, obviously, to try and lump it in with the World Cup of football, which sure. is obviously a global tournament that literally billions of people watch around the world. Spurs Champions League this week. There you go. This is not that. <laughs> and the World Cup of hockey is not that. It is basically an invented tournament. As nearly as I could tell, invented by the NHL and the NHLPA to extract uh, more dollars out of hockey fans' pockets and and to get a TV contract and to make some money that way. And I'm not going to begrudge the league or its players for making money, far from it. But to me, it just seems so so random, so arbitrary. It's just sort of like, hey, let's roll the dice and throw. I mean, even at least the World Championships happen every year. At least you know that's going to happen right around the time of the NHL playoffs. There's going to be a IIHF World Championships and sort of a lot of the players who are on teams that don't make the playoffs go and play. And if you're into that sort of thing, that's great. But this is just sort of like, hey, we're just going to sort of invent something. And I just, I, I am completely unable to get excited about it. I am not, not interested. Yeah, I have nothing to add. <laughs> I just, I dude, I just, I'll admit that I went this morning. I searched out when the United States is playing. I set my DVR. Right. I felt almost obligated to do right. it. You know, I, I, yeah. I feel like I'm going to watch U.S. versus Canada. And yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. I guess. I mean, I just, I, I someone today said, "Would you rather watch like an exhibition game or U.S. versus Canada?" I didn't. I didn't have a quick answer. Right. Like, I don't know. I. I mean, why do they have exhibition games in the World Cup of Hockey? Like, they literally have games that mean nothing in this. Already, oh, you hit it on the head, capricious dude, tournament well, that means nothing. They want, they're selling tickets, dude. Yeah, like they're selling tickets. They're it selling... just kind of. I mean, obviously, we don't live in Toronto, so we're not going to go to those games. But it kind of makes me mad on behalf of the Toronto hockey fans a little bit. I know they're what like, an angry podcast this is. I mean, kinda. really, I mean, this is we're we don't <laughs> like free stuff. Yeah. We don't like World Cup. We don't. We like, what else don't we like? Dude? We don't like the best players in the world playing nah, hockey. Nah. So mad about this. No, uh, yeah, we're like the two old guys on the Muppets we sitting are. in the balcony right now. A little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Was the that Waldorf and I, don't know. and I can't remember those guys. You are. watch the Muppets, don't you? Well, not not so much. It's not if it's not on Disney Junior, it's not really on at my house. Mm. Do you know we have two Halloween costumes going right now, and I'm not sure which one she's going to wear. She's either going to be a Ghostbuster, which okay, I was stoked about that, or she's going to be Kion. From the Lion Guard. Anybody know Ooh, what that is? What? Those are words. If you that know what that means, me. if you know what that means, you can tweet at us at Dudes on Hockey. 
say yeah you're taking over the sort tw- of so doug is taking over the twitter listen feed for this, i know this. i'm i'm still going well, you're going to tweet as well but yeah we've sort of made some new season resolutions or we're trying to we're, right. we're going to make an effort to do a weekly podcast once right. training camp kicks around we're gonna uh be tweeting more often we want to interact with our fans dude there is one piece of news surrounding the world cup of hockey that i think is interesting to sharks fans and that is the fact that tomas hurdle is not playing and that was accompanied by the fact that his knee is not yet 100%. Does this worry you? And if so, how much? Yeah, it does worry me. Right. Although I am relieved that he's not playing. Mm-hmm. So that is and kind of a positive. I'm trying to, I'm trying to turn this into a positive. He's putting the team first, which right. he should. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's concerning. I mean, that this he's already had a major knee injury. Right. And I know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something that it, it makes me uncomfortable. It sure. I mean, he's a major part of the future of this team, you know. And, and we sort of saw what happened to the Sharks when he was unable to play. Certainly, you know, late in the playoffs. Absolutely, that wasn't. That was not good. That I mean, was not it, good. It, and I don't. I don't know if it would have made a difference in the outcome of that series, but it didn't help. Right. <laughs> and and if he's not one hundred percent. At the start of the season, I hope he doesn't play. I hope he takes all the sure. time he needs to get yeah. healthy because I think this team certainly, you know, without getting too much into a you know a season preview, which we're definitely going to be covering in the next couple of weeks before the season starts, I think the Sharks have a excellent chance of winning the division, which means they're going to have a, a pretty good playoff seed, and you're you're going to want Tomas Hurdle and healthy for all of that. Yeah, I mean the the Sharks fortunately finally have some depth. They they have some forward depth mm-hmm. where there's going to be some decent players, Matt Nieto, Barkley Goudreau, Melker Carlson. You know these. Uh, yeah, not all the, Not all those guys are going to no, be playing. No, Meyer. Like they're not. There's probably room for two of those five guys that we just mentioned. You know, probably mm-hmm. room for two. And you know, if if Hurdle's not healthy, they have the depth to to excuse it for a while. You know, to get through. Right. So they're not going to be as good as Hurdle. But they can get by. You know, they, they mm-hmm. can get by. So I agree with you. Let, let's let get them healthy. And hopefully it'll just take another, you know, four to six weeks. And then we can see him starting the season on time. Dude. Dude. Dude, this is also the time of year where, uh, you know, there there's news about current Sharks and former Sharks that's not really surrounding hockey because, you know, it's been months since anybody's really played, and I want to draw your attention to two articles. I don't know if you've read either one of them, but there was an article about Brent Burns in Sports Illustrated about how he basically drove around the country in a gigantic RV with his family and random pets for months, went up and visited Logan Couture up in London, Ontario, drove to Minnesota, and, like, basically just like crashed at Joe Pavelski's just like didn't tell him he was coming and just like (laughs) drove to Joe Pavelski's lake house. (laughs) And then apparently there was a conversation where he asked Steven Stamkos how big his driveway was because his RV is like 45 feet long and he didn't know if he could park it in Steven Stamkos's driveway. Anyway, great article. If you could (laughs) go, go read it. It's about, it's a perfect Brent Burns article. It's awesome. I mean, it just shows the personality of this guy. Clearly he's one of the biggest, craziest personalities in the league and it's really fun to have him in San Jose. I mean the guy just seems like he's the real deal. Like he's just he's not like one of those, you know, he doesn't seem like one of those crazy like 
pampered athletes that demands no. to be treated. He's like he's, he's just, Al Ally Afraidy reincarnated, yeah, right? He's he's, just, he's the planet. Yeah, he's just I I guess he was uh yeah, they said something how he like tries to get a workout in using a picnic table or something. I'm like, "What? I don't even understand what that means, you know." He's just like he's he's just a real funny guy that just just uh you you could feel like you know, maybe without the $500,000 RV, but you feel like he'd do this stuff anyway, even if he wasn't playing hockey, if he just like worked at a car dealership or something. So right. it's just, it's just kind of fun to read about his various and sundry exploits in the, in the RV in this case. And the other, the other one was, I know Randy Hahn uh, linked to it on Facebook. I don't know if you read that article, but there was an article by Devin Setaguchi. I did. I did read that okay. article. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a really good article too. And obviously he went through some, some personal stuff, and I think he had a he had some problems with alcohol, and I think he went through the NHL substance abuse program and was able to. Now it's basically can he get his career back on track? Right, he went and played for a year in, or went back to Switzerland to play for a year because I think he played during the lockout. Because you know after he got traded to Minnesota, things did not go very well for Devin Sedaguchi at that point, and and I think he was on a tryout for Toronto last year and got cut or something. That's right. Um, and, you know, spent a small time with Calgary before that. And, and so he's, I think he's on a tryout with the Kings. I think he's got a tryout contract with the Kings for this season. So, you know, it is the Kings. And so it's hard for me to root for the Kings, but I'm rooting for Devin Sidaguchi, right? He, I mean, he was really dynamite with Joe Thornton once. And you, you hate to see a guy that, that young, who has a lot left in the tank, not be able to make it in the league. So I know that I speak for a lot of other Sharks fans saying that I hope he, you know, catches on somewhere. Maybe not with the Kings. Yeah, I was kind of hoping if he was getting a PTO, it would be with us. You yeah. know, just... But for him, I mean, maybe... I don't know what, what's better for him, to be here or not, you know? I mean, he still That's seemed true. a little... A little burned by that trade, you know? Yeah, he and was that, traded the day after he signed an extension. Right. That would sting. I think, you know, we're all human. I think that would sting, whoever you are. You know, even though he was stood to make $9 million or whatever that contract was, um, you know, over multiple years, being, you know, basically signing a piece of paper that says, yeah, I'm going to spend the next several years of my life here. And then the very next day, the guy who handed you the contract says, yeah, we just shipped you. I think that would hurt. That would hurt a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it was the right call. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, we got Brent Burns. We got Brent Burns and... You know, it was Seto, Charlie Coyle, and a first or a second, maybe. Can't yeah, I think it was a first, and paid off absolutely. So, wishing Seto nothing but the best. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think you make that deal every single time if, if it presents itself. Other sharks news, dude. Andres Usen. Did you read that article? No. <laughs> Andres Usen uh, apparently was dismissed because he is a coach in the KHL and went. He's gone crazy several times, apparently, on the bench, throwing things, trying to fight players and refs and things like that. Had another uh, outburst, apparently, and was and was like either suspended or let go from his coaching duties. So, wow. still a hothead. Nice. <laughs> who, who would have thought he was even relevant in the news world? I know. I well, read it on. Him. I read it on Puck Daddy. You know, you got to get your hockey news some some way, and yeah. that's that's what they have to talk about. They have to talk about KHL coaching shenanigans at this time of year, as opposed to, you know, all the various games that are normally going on. So, I don't know. It's I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for hockey, but I'm not like I'm still not that excited about the World Cup. Well, let the World Cup warm you up, dude. Let it warm yeah. you up. 
Yeah, although I, I am told by my friend who watched a preliminary game, he said the North American team is really fun to watch because the North American team... Has no sharks on it. As if that's not confusing enough. There's a U.S. team, a Canadian team, and a North American team. Very confusing. But the North American team apparently is all 23 and under players. It's all young players. So, you know, Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, all these guys, Shane Goddisbear, all those guys. And uh, apparently they are really, really fun to watch. So I might watch... I'll probably watch U.S. versus Canada. And then I'll probably try and catch a North American game at some point or watch some of it and see if I can, you know, see if there's some guys to root for, you know, what Sean Monahan and Johnny hockey and all these other guys. I don't know. Sure. Dude. <laughs> you're, you're still not convinced. No, are you? I mean, not I'm going to watch it. No, I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it. It's just, you know, it's hard to get, get excited about it at the moment. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, if you're excited about, the World Cup of Hockey, if you have any questions or anything you want us to talk about, Sharks or NHL news related, please send us an email at questions at dudesonhockey.com or you can tweet at us. Right. We're going to be Twitter active. That's, your, that's you. You're blowing like, up the Twitter sphere. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, we're, we're getting ready. We're getting close to training camp, so we'll have to start scheduling our you know, season preview. We'll have to schedule our draft again. Oh, that's right. Yes, you still owe me a trip to Vegas. I know. I was hoping to get from paid two back. seasons ago. I know. <laughs> that's been that long since we've been to Vegas. Yeah, I know. It, well, you know, you had kids and stuff, so that's what happened. Oh well, it's your fault. Your fault. <laughs> I'm so ready for Vegas. Well, let's go. Yeah. Although maybe we should wait until the Vegas team. Is that another whole season though? It's a whole season. Dude. I don't know if I can wait that long. Well, we'll have to talk about it. When have we ever started rationing our trips to Vegas? That's true. That's a good point. Dude. It's, it's always there. Let's go to Vegas. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, keep, uh, stay tuned because uh, we're going to be coming back to you on the regular. We're going to find a, a regular night that we can podcast. Hopefully, maybe that means we'll restart the whole Periscope thing. I guess we could try the Facebook Live thing. I don't know about that. Yeah. One of those things. Uh, if people want it. If not, then we won't bother. But uh We'll try to get a little bit more regular podcasting here, get a season preview scheduled here, get a a uh, Vegas bet draft, Vegas cup draft scheduled, and of course, take any and all of your questions and thoughts. Feel free to send them our way, and uh, we'll be back at you very soon. Dude, hockey is not back, but no. almost. Close enough. You. Hey, the show. Want to get your questions on the air? Email questions at dudesonhockey.com. Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the San Jose Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.